All right, so guys, uh, I have a thought experiment for you. I need you. To, I, I I had an epiphany recently, and I need you both to uh, to work with me here. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, so take a moment, and I want you to, as soon as I say what I'm about to say, remember the very first, the very first image that comes into your head, and then I'm going to ask you what the very first image that came into your head was. Okay. 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 All right. All right. The Joker. Uh, a bonfire. Uh, very shamefully, my mind went to the su- the Suicide Squad Joker. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, both of those. So so clear. So clearly, you both thought of uh, the Suicide Squad's Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I said a I said a bonfire, not a dumpster uh, fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's it's it's only a slight step up from a bonfire, so that's not a complete burn of Jared Leto. Oh shit! Um, the reason I ask is um, I was listening to something, and and I, you know what? I'll I'll just be honest. I was listening to my brother, my brother and me, an older episode. They like to end their episodes with a question. One of the questions was, they just leave it hanging. They never answer this question. One of their Yahoo Answers questions was, "Is the Joker a Christian?" <laughs> <laughs> So, the moment that got brought up, the moment the word Joker was brought up, I had I, I made a frightening realization. The very first image that popped in my head as a response to that was Heath Ledger's Joker from The Dark Knight. Yeah. But, but prior to that, if you would ask, if you had just said the Joker, the first image that would come to my head would be the like animated, uh, you know, uh, Batman Joker from the Mark Hamill voice Joker. So, right. I was just like it was. I, I started thinking, how much has has a certain arc Joker archetype supplanted another Joker image archetype? I don't know why this this fascinated me all of a sudden, but it just did, and I had to be like, okay, is it just me? And apparently, it is. Well, well, no, 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 no. Here. I, I think it, I think that that's interesting though, because <coughs> my intention when you said that Jared Leto's Joker, the the you know the initial image that they put out. Uh huh. Of like, look at this new Joker, isn't it great? And everyone's like, no, oh, no, no, it's not. Um, my intention was to lie to you and say that it was the Killing Joke because, like, my my mind, like, right after that, went to the cover of Killing Joke. Mm, okay. So, so my image has been supplanted somewhat. Oh shit! See, but I lo- I love Heath Ledger's the most. Oh, like yeah. I just it's it's so good. It is good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just I, it's just interesting because like there's so many different interpretations of the Joker. It makes you wonder. You know, for a lot and of Heath people, Ledger's is the right one. Is, is that people's default Joker? Like in their mental um, little headspace, is that the go-to default Joker image? I'd honestly go with uh, Hamill or Cesar Romero before before Ledger. In your in your. But, but in your subconscious or consciously, you would do that. Um. Well, if I'm being honest, because we know your subconscious uh, is int- is really into arson, which is why the bonfire came up. No, if I'm being honest, whenever anyone asks me to do one of those, I pick a word before they tell me what they're going to say. You <laughs> 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 it's because I have anxiety and I don't like being put on the spot. Oh well, uh, I apologize. But also, you're a very brave person for following through on this, especially with the ears of thousands of people listening in the future. And yeah. I, 
not to like, bring up your anxiety or anything, but thousands no, no, it, and thousands of hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to bonfire analysis. <laughs> uh, to- this is gonna get Jungian real quick. We're gonna play. Like, okay, Alan, why a bonfire? Tell me about your your childhood. <laughs> uh, I was set on fire. <laughs> now, is that the truth, or is that one of of many truths? Are you picking multiple answers to this? A lie. <laughs> How does this somehow relate to your feelings about your penis? Um, uh, my penis is like a raging fire. <laughs> Mysterious as the dark side of the moon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my penis is like a wrecking ball. I can compare it to a kiss from the rose. Uh, on the gray, I, I pick I pick Heath Ledger's Joker because Heath Ledger's Joker is quite literally the Ashcan Joker. If that makes any sense, it, it does. It does. Uh, you know what? It makes sense both metaphorically and literally because you look at his face paint, and he's all ashy and shit. Yeah, it looks like he took an Ashcan and just went. I'm the Joker. Give me that cock. Cock Goblin Joker is actually my favorite interpretation of the Joker. Yes. Just got to say that. Um, I won all the boners. (laughs) Really, we don't have much to talk about. I got these scars. (laughs) (laughs) Slice my mouth open to make it wider so I can double more cock. (laughs) How many... No, that's a terrible question. Never mind. Only the classiest tumor here on uh, under poop nephartosis. <laughs> I always think about what if this is someone's first episode? They're going to be totally <laughs> lost. With this one, not so much. Not this one because we're not re, re uh, we're not falling back completely on tried and true UCA memes. Um, no. This one's this is an episode for all the new new people. Only if you're if you're a fan of the show and you already exist, uh, go go away. This is not for you. We've decided yeah. uh, collectively just now that this is not for you. Uh, exit the premises. Uh, you you won't have fun in this one. Uh, new folks, come in come in a little closer. Now that's you. Yeah, right. Come here. No, don't be yeah, afraid. Come, it's okay. Come closer. Come here. Closer. Ready. Closer. No, I know no. we're a little close right now. I'm that's, I'm just gonna put my arms around you. It's uh, okay. Personal <laughs> space. Personal yeah. space. I meant. I meant. That's I'm gonna, good. Right there. I'm gonna smell. I'm gonna smell your neck a little bit. Alan. Alan. Hold on. We have a. We. Okay. I'm sure those guys. I'm sure those. Those. Those people are really, really enjoying this. This intimate encounter. <laughs> mm. Both Alan and I are dying from harpies. Yeah. <laughs> Not herpes. Harpies. You know, screeching bird women. My throat was torn yeah. out off mic. We keep inhaling, we keep inhaling feathers. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> and they keep singing. It's awful. Um, but that's not what we're reading. What hearing. are we reading? <laughs> we're reading a story called In Typical No Sleep Fashion. And that's why this is a story, uh, an episode only for new folks, because clearly they only want to hear about the 10 true hidden cellar door stories from No Sleep. Um we have a story called I found a hidden door in my cellar and I think I've made a big mistake. God, could that title <laughs> piss me off any more than it does? It is like the quintessential no sleep title. I mean, you 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 could you could put a big poster for no sleep on it and then just have this title underneath it and it sums up every story on uh 
on no sleep now. I, I want there to be a swerve. It's like, I found a hidden door in my cellar. I think I've made a big mistake. And just the story is like, I found a hidden door. Also, I nutted in my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... But, so it's, it's, it's but unrelated. The, the, big mistake, the big mistake is completely unrelated. But now I have the cellar to hide this abor- this this uh, baby when it's popped out. I don't know. Ah, turn it around. Ashcan and then, it. yeah, then then you're just like raising the kid in the cellar. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, to be a horrible abomination. Oh my god! You should name it Humphrey. I don't know why. It just seems like the name for a cellar dwelling baby. Apologies to anyone out there. <laughs> named Humphrey. Humphrey, Humphrey, the cellar dwelling baby. <laughs> it sounds like the title, the beginning title of a kids show. Humphrey, the cellar dwelling baby. It is a hard thing to say. Humphrey, yeah, it, it's a little. I think that should be the new title for this story. So we're going to read Humphrey the Cellar Dwelling Baby. Um, and do we want to tell everyone what makes this story special? That's right. Um, we should tell everyone that. Uh, this story was, is apparently, the rumor mill is churning. And of course, we have the, uh, the, uh, the rumor miller, uh, Slime Beast. Who keeps an eye on slim, everything? Slim, slim Slam Bim Bam. Slim Slam Bim Bam. Torm E. Lentil. Who. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was too stupid. Uh, he has uh, informed us that this is apparently going to be the basis for a n- upcoming season of that show we all love and adore so much, uh, Channel Zero. Which, like anything else, this story is not a long one. There was another story that was shared with us uh, that has potentially enough material to actually be a proper anthology season of television. But that's not this one. And I'm, but I don't know what to expect with this one. I've never read it before. So should we dive right in? Or do we need to talk about our feelings about Channel Zero again? Uh, no, it sucks so many ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I watched half of uh, uh, the first episode <laughs> of this new season. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, I watched the whole thing and couldn't understand what anyone was saying because the uh, uh, sound mixing was so bad. That's my oh. main. That's my main takeaway from it. Um, I feel like I could like get a behind. Woman. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> this I is no like longer I an could... episode for new people. No. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> hey, hey, classic, hey, classic fans! You can come back in now. It's okay. You can play with the others. <laughs> Alan hasn't forgotten you. Everybody back into the jackoff corner. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I feel like I could get behind the idea of uh, just giving a special effects team a bunch of money and saying, hey, make whatever you want. We're going to try and write a story about it. Only if they weren't trying to also adapt an established story. <laughs> <laughs> That is accurate. Yeah. If you gave, like, a bunch of, like, 
people who do like practical effects and stuff, like, and just told them, "Hey, go nuts!" I bet you'd get some really cool shit. And I watched the hell out of that. I, th- I think it'd be, you know, a cool exercise to like try and write stories around like what they could come up with. But they they weren't. That's not what you were supposed to do. You were supposed to make no end house. More like slow end house. Anyway. It was agonizing and took forever to end. My wife and I have lived in our house for around five My years. You, you can read, David. And in that time... My wife. And in that time, we've probably been down into the cellar a handful of times. Our house is an old Victorian terrace house, and so the cellar is cold and damp. When we first moved in, we kept wine and stuff down there. My wine. <laughs> Because my wife liked the idea of telling people we had a wine cellar. But it got... (laughs) But it got annoying going down there every time, so we stopped using it. There's only the space for us... uh, There's only only the two of us living here, so we never really needed to use it for storage space. Okay. Uh, So that was a paragraph, and it happened. Yep. Just to reiterate, they've lived in this house for five years. Old Victorian house, cold, damp wine cellar, wine and stuff. Wine and stuff. I want to know what the other stuff is. Is it like that purple stuff that you push out of the way in the fridge before you get to the Sunny D? Uh, I'm going to assume uh, dragon dildos. Hey, hey, old people. Still here? Um, A few (laughs) weeks ago. Bad dragon. Why is it never good dragon? Oh, Why is you... it never Pete's dragon? It actually is. A few weeks ago, we decided we were going to renovate it. Maybe turn it into a mini gym or something. So at the weekend... So at the weekend, we went down... So at the weekend? At the, at the weekend? So at the weekend, we went down and began cleaning it up. Are they referring to... Nouveau R&B artist The Weeknd Your guess is as good as mine yeah. I don't get this grammar Yeah that grammar is um, really odd uh, The cellar has a stone floor But the walls were covered in this horrible Yellowed Floral wallpaper Whoa, Hold on Hold on. No actually don't hold on keep going I'll, I'll illustrate my point in just a second It looked old as hell and I assumed it was put up decades ago. So we began to strip the wallpaper. And that's when we found the door. I want to mention for the umpteenth time, anybody who's listened to uh, our, 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 uh, the, sh- the other podcast I'm a part of and friend of the show, uh, Darkly Lit, uh, you'll know we covered Charlotte Perkins Gilman's The Yellow Wallpaper, which is a personal favorite short story of mine. <laughs> Anytime this comes up, horrible yellowed floral wallpaper i cannot help but think back to that story and wondered just subtly in the back of my mind if it's if it's an homage or if it's a ripoff or something like that friend of the show in the sense that you can be your own friend i can um, be my own friend well, I, yeah. I, i'm an associate on that show i'm just a, i'm just a, a recurring co-host on that one it's not my show that show belongs to uh Sade and kayla and chelsea Mostly Sade and Kayla, but Chelsea and I are on it, too. Okay. 
Covered up with wallpaper, the door was set into the wall. It was plain wood, and the door handle had been removed so that it was flat. We were pretty stumped at how we hadn't noticed this before, how it had blended in so well with the rest of the wall. But at this point, I was pretty excited that we'd found a secret door. So I largely overlooked its oddness. Um, I find it interesting that, uh, yeah, that is bizarre. They've lived in this house for five years, and they kept that wallpaper that whole time. you think one of them would have gone insane and started, you know, scooching their elbow around the baseboard, but, you know. Yeah. Smart joke. I got it. I I I just had no pithy rejoinder. Uh, I used to play bass for pithy rejoinder. All the houses on our oh, all the houses on our street have cellars, so I assumed it must be an old doorway leading through to next cellar next door cellar. We decided that we'd go around round to our neighbors tomorrow morning and tell them about the doorway and suggesting we brick it up or something. I didn't really feel comfortable about having this access point into our house. But holy shit. Are you kidding? That'd be so fucking cool to have a secret passage into your neighbor's house. You yeah, in case they come like the police come. <laughs> Sir, boom, you're out of the house. Why why didn't they like actually open it up and see what's yeah. through the doorway? Yeah, you think that'd be the first thing you'd do is you try to open the door. Can they couldn't they look through the <laughs> They could, find it and he's just like, hmm. Brick it up. I read creepy pasta. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find uh, Fortunato's body in there. We better play it safe. Um, no, see, I would immediately open the door if I thought it would lead to my neighbor's house. Like, I want to see how decked out their sex dungeon is, <laughs> and then we could renovate our cellar to be a sex dungeon, <laughs> double sex dungeon. I used to play bass for Double Sex Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> My wife tried to look through the small circle hole in the door where the handle had been removed. <coughs> but it was pitch black in there. So because we're noisy, nosy, we just used the torch on her phone. We used the torch on her phone. It's pronounced cache. It's pronounced cache uh, to peek through the hole. My wife looked first. She suddenly went still. I forgot we put Humphrey in there. <laughs> this doesn't go in the next door cellar, my wife said slowly, moving back from the door. I frowned and took my wife's phone, looking for myself. Instead of the cellar, there were some stone le steps leading downwards. I couldn't see very far with the light from the phone. So I brought down my big torch and managed to get the door open. Dang, I better get the big torch. He said in a clearly British accent. Mm. Uh, I'm look British as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with Essex. Well I'm, proud. well, I'm proud to be from Britannia. Where we all have really bad teeth. And we drink a lot of tea and shit. <laughs> and like our pie with mincemeat. <laughs> nice try. And I'll proudly stand up 
next to you and watch some Doctor Who. (laughs) 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 Because that's all that we watch here. Just that and Monty Python. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, are are any any few uh, (laughs) fans from the UK that we had are gone. Anyway... um, I'm sorry, I got lost again. It didn't make sense how this could be here. Even though it was going down, the beginning of the stairway uh, still cut into the next door's cellar. We, we'd we been in this cellar for drinks a few times, which had been done up into a game room with a bar and a pool table, and I had never noticed a big jut out from the wall that would cover a stairway, or that it was smaller than our cellar if there was a whole wall blocking it off. Okay, so there's some spatial distortion here okay all right some how's the leave shit do, 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 do. on a smaller scale obviously um the more question like, is more like a bungalow of leaves yeah what what uh studio what kind of leaves what kind of distortion are we going to get into is the question is it going to be something interesting is it going to be something that really messes with the perception of the reader, or is it going to be uh, like the never, shit? the never, the never-ending staircase? Uh, my money's on. I, I mean, I want to give the I always want to give the author the benefit of the doubt, and I want to give the story the benefit of the doubt. My money's on endless staircase. You know, I'm I'm not that pessimistic just yet. Okay. Maybe the writing. I'm kind of I'm leaning is- that way though. I mean, the writing so far in the story itself is uh, fairly solid. Apart from that one grammar error. Yeah. I I can't say that I'm too terribly invested, though. Mm. I I don't know. I feel like... And I'm always guilty of this, too. I I think that it just needs a little more characterization. Because it's just like... Me and my wife. And (laughs) it's like, okay, but who are you guys? I, I don't know. What do, doing for, a, what do you do for a living Borat to afford voice. this house? In doing our Borat voice, we have added more characteriz- characterization <laughs> than it has. For um, anyone who ever asked, uh, and it has happened, where that where that meme is from, we didn't invent it, that's for sure. Yes. Now you know. Now you know that we invented it. My wife thought we should probably talk to him before going down and left. Uh, But I was too curious about the whole thing. So I took the torch and went down. We tried the handle, and it was a bit stiff. But I was completely took by surprise that it opened. I shone the torch inside. It was a concrete room, similar looking to our cellar, but smaller. And this was the only entrance or exit that I could see. Um, wait, I tried the handle of, of what? There was a door down there, too? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, and the stairway was another door. Okay, sorry, I missed that bit from earlier. Gotta read <clears throat> closer! Um, <coughs> I waved the torch around and nearly jumped out of my skin. There was a man stood at the back wall, facing the wall, his back to me. He was completely still, wearing a black suit and black-rimmed hat. The man was so still that I began to think he might be a... Mm. Is this a, is this 
a Britishism? It's a British spelling. I I guess so. Ma- manic. Okay. M A N I K I N. Mannequin. Mannequin. Kin to the Mannies. <laughs> Mannequin or hand brother. <laughs> <laughs> Until he slowly lifted one foot. Hand, hand family. Hand relative? Is this... Oh my god. You've covered it. He's want, He's on the cusp of a of wandering into one of those finger family videos. Holy shit. Turn around. Run away. <laughs> right now before you see pregnant Elsa in Spider-Man. Um, actually, when he describes this figure standing in the corner, I immediately, my mind immediately went to the uh, end of the Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, there, there you have it. Black suit in a black-rimmed hat. Cadillac. Yeah. Boys of Time Boys Bomb. Boys of Time Bomb. That's just, uh, no, that's just Humphrey. He grew up. Humphrey! <laughs> <laughs> Humphrey, what are you doing down there? I... Uh, huh? Boy, Humphrey, what you doing down here? I, I'm just hey, I'm just minding my own business. Yeah. Offensive accents. You know, Please. For some reason, he doesn't have he doesn't have his his voice. He just turns around he's like, Dad, why can't you just leave me in peace? What's You've that? The g- Russian fellas here. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get upstairs. We must watch Doctor Who. I ha- how do I get upstairs without the unicycle? Oh man, there's oh the art of the unicycle riding bear is incredible. <laughs> so good. Sure um, uh, I stood transfixed. My torchlight trained on him. It was just bright enough to illuminate his body, but the rest of the room was in complete darkness. He held his foot still in the air before slowly moving it a step backwards. His movements were unnatural and jerky. Like someone who didn't fully understand how to walk. He Humphrey. Like... <laughs> Humphrey. H- Humphrey. He stayed like that for a so, moment. So, so he's like slowly lifting his foot. I'm guessing that he's he he uh, really enjoys Captain Morgan's rum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking he he he's he's just doing the Ministry of Silly Walks uh, backward and in slow motion. Right, that's right, because Monty Python is one of the two things you're allowed to watch over there. Exactly. He's just practicing. He wants to be like, that's, please. That's what, that's what the BBC is. It's just episodes <laughs> of Doctor Who and Monty Python on rerun. <laughs> one time, uh, you, one time they got their streams crossed, so you went to, they went, there was the opening of Doctor Who with the TARDIS flying through a portal, but in the background it was going, da 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 Um, He's... It's true. They don't. They don't have the news over there. They just try and find. They just try and air the most currently culturally relevant episodes of Doctor Who or Monty Python. <laughs> he stayed like that for a moment, completely still, one foot placed back. Then he lifted the other foot in the same jerky movement. This time, when he stepped back, his foot slammed on the floor. He, you know, what happened was you opened the door, but you didn't get it on the floor. And this guy's trying to walk the dinosaur. That's that's true. It's, boom boom, aga laga laga boom. <laughs> you know, it's just impl- It's implausible in a dumb way. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's this wallpaper. We tear down the wallpaper. We open the door. 
go down a staircase and then there's a man facing away from me completely still in a black suit and a black rimmed hat. Walking when back. I say what when I say it that way, doesn't it sound kind of dumb? Yeah. Sounds a little absurd, yeah. Um if you, you know, find you know, move the wallpaper, open the door, go down the staircase, and then there is something that's dusty. There is something that is a, like a suitcase, and then you open up the suitcase, and then there's something horrifying in it. Anything, but this is just what is a generic thing we can put down here. There was no thought put into it. There, if there was thought put into it, then that sentence that I stated you rip the wallpaper, open the door, go down the stairs, and there's a man in a black suit. That just, it wouldn't sound stupid, but it does. It could still uh, surprise us, but I don't know at this point. Uh, surprise me, yes. Impress me, no. Mm. <laughs> I think, I, I think I'm think uh, i past the point where I can be impressed by this. Um, the sound shook me out of my frozen state and I jumped back. As soon as I moved, it was like I'd triggered something. And suddenly I, I hit the trigger point on the in the video game that makes the enemy spawn. <laughs> and suddenly he moved so quickly. Oi. He, he was running backwards towards me, his legs jerking around unnaturally. So he's running like someone in Gmod. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Internet high five. Yeah. Uh, writing this down, you said Internet high five and then high fived yourself. And I thought that I needed to do a high five too. And then I realized no, Brandon. <laughs> Only one person needs to produce the sound. The problem is, if we try to do it for reals, we're going to like punch our monitors. Writing this down sounds kind of funny. Yeah, no shit. But at the time, it was utterly terrifying. I had never seen someone move that way before. I've never seen someone move that way before. <laughs> but I ripped off the, the the yellow wallpaper, opened the door, went down the stairs, and there was pregnant Elsa being fucked by Spider-Man. Ah! It really is a figure family situation. Get out of there. As he's chasing up the stairs, it's just a weird voice going, 99 monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Anyway. I instinctively threw the torch at him. I stand alone. I stand alone. I walk alone, dark and Scorpion King was such a good movie, you guys. Anyway, um, <laughs> I instinctively threw the torch at him. Maybe I thought I could knock him out or something. I honestly don't know. And legged it back up the stairs, slamming the door shut behind me, and running up the stairs leading out of the cellar, slamming that door shut too. I, then I ran up the second the floor stairs and slammed the bedroom door, and then I climbed onto the roof and shut the window behind me. <laughs> then I, oh, I'm I attempted. The roof. <laughs> <laughs> then I jumped off and attempted to burn the house, only to find out the house was fireproof. I hesitated by the door, barricading it with my arm, trying to control my breathing and understand what I'd just witnessed. It's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. This time, the pranks are real. 
scare tactics. I heard the sound of the door push open in the cellar, and then what sounded like a huge lump of flesh dragging along the floor. What does that sound like? Anyway, I, <laughs> I thought I... Oh, no, he opened the door and he heard the sound of uh, a fizz object just bumping into things over and over and over again. And the... Oh, and I thought I began to hear what sounded like a low hissing noise, so it was probably a thruster on the on the ragdoll's arm. At which point, I ran out of the house yelling my wife's name. She... My wife. She was stood on the front step of the neighbors, talking to him. I grabbed her and pulled her to the other side of the road, yelling for my neighbor to get away from the house. Without waiting for... waiting to explain to them what I saw, I grabbed my phone and I called the police. Uh, we all stood there in the dark, my neighbor in his robes and slippers, looking at the house. After a few moments, I saw the lights that we had left on, left on flicker throughout the kitchen window, and then they went out completely. All I remember was holding my wife's hand so tightly, looking into the dark windows. All I remember was holding my wife's hand so tightly, looking into the dark windows and waiting for the police to arrive. They found no one in the house. Oh, good for you. (laughs) But the cellar door was open, and so was our back door. They checked our garden, but found no one, and no footprints or signs of someone being there. Someone reset all the objects, you know, cleared cleared the map. Uh, they brought a team over to check out the hidden room we found. My neighbor called, uh, claimed no knowledge of the room, and that he too couldn't understand how the stairs and room could possibly exist, could fit in between our two cellars. The police couldn't explain it any more than we could. I didn't want to ever go back in there, so they showed us photos of the walls inside the room. The concrete was carved with symbols. Oh, great. And they found what looked like centuries-old dried blood. They had the symbols sent to our local university's history department, but no one knew That's what they meant. University. <laughs> I know a guy in... I, I happen to know a guy in Arkham, Massachusetts who can give us a hand. There's not... There is... They're just throwing cliches at the wall at the end. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. So so they t- they brought over a team. My neighbors claimed to have no knowledge of the room, and he couldn't he couldn't understand how the stairs and room could possibly exist, could fit between two cellars. So we're talking about space and time warping permanently, and there's only a paragraph left. So I'm guessing that this isn't going to be. <laughs> they're just left with like. A space bending cellar. The, yeah, I think the way it would have this would have made more sense is if they'd gone. They realized that that it, <coughs> the spatial anomaly didn't make sense, and then we remembered. Oh wait, it's like the TARDIS in Doctor Who. There we go. <laughs> uh, again, I, I can't get past the idea that they're just doing the most generic things, like the the centuries old dried blood. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of like, uh. No, Are these people living in a centuries-old house? It's a. They said it was an old Victorian house, but I don't know. England is an old place. There's lots of old. It is. Stuff. It is. I I'm get not, that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that it's a. It's a particularly exciting or uh, even original explanation for things, but 
there is. They found. I mean, they found. Uh, I I think it was, uh, Richard the Third buried in like under a parking lot, and he had been missing for centuries. So. I think, the the problem here is that. The, the things that are being included, the cliches that are being included aren't being thought out. Like, it's one thing if you do something that's cliche and there is an arc to it um, and, you, and you have reasons for it. But there's no I reason. Say, what I will say is that scrolling down, this is part of a series. No. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Apparently it was a series called Stairs in the Woods. What? Where is it? Where does it say there's a series? Let, let's read the uh, last the thing first. Yeah, let's, let's read let, the last paragraph. Take, take us home, Dead Palette. Uh, they sealed off the room, and we were never, we we've never gone down to the cellar again. I think we've made a huge mistake that day in opening that door and going into that room. I think we set something free that day, something that someone had locked up for a reason. And I don't think it's good. It's a minge bag. It's a, it's, Dr. A minge Kle- bag? it's a Dr. Kleiner in a T-pose with a fucking gravity gun coming out of its crotch. Hey, guess what? I just clicked to see what part one is. And it's, I'm a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service. I have some stories to tell. Wait, what? 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 There is now a subreddit specifically called Stairs in the Woods. Uh, uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, credit to Voids. Voids wrote this. Um, well. Well, it's... That one has, like, 6,000... No, like 6,400 6, upvotes and then search I'm a search and rescue officer for the US Forest Service I have some story I have some stories to tell that has 14.3 thousand upvotes I was mistaken you confused um, me for a second okay sellers <clears throat> the top comment is sellers have long been added to the list of things no sleep has taught me not to fuck with but now it's almost as high on my list as Stairs in the Woods. And then people start talking about Stairs in the Woods. They're like, oh, part one of the series is here. Yeah, th- those comments all kind of ran together for me. Oh, okay. talking about the... Uh... So part one of the Stairs in the Woods series. You scared me. <laughs> okay, so that, yeah. that said, let's, let's tackle the meat of this subject, because I'm, I'm really annoyed with this story. Um, we're, we are in the midst of a writing challenge where people are supposed to describe things that are inside uh, a inside storage units. Flags. The storage storage Fleming thing. Flags. And so uh I can't, the storing Fleming the the floor ah the storage the Fleming, Fleming storage store Fleming. The Fleming storage unit challenge or project uh, people are writing these stories and being asked to describe things inside the units. We have no idea what's inside the cellar. No. It's just things. 
And so there's no characterization there. Nope. There's no characterization in the wife, no characterization in um, the, the narrator, and essentially no characterization inside the uh, inside the cellar itself. We have no idea what the dried blood looks like. We have no idea how, what the, the man in the black suit looks like. Because, no. I mean, like, let's be real. He said he wore a black hat. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, everything else is a blank slate, blank slate, blank slate, blank slate. Black on black, that's pretty much a blank slate, too. There's there's nothing here. This is a a bland wafer with no flavor. It's a, it's a horror pastiche that's just thrown together from a lot of different, um, like, just well, what you think works in horror, you know? And then you this, also, I'll you also have to them. I'll give this to them. No one's going to be pissed if you change any of this. No, <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I'm not sure why this would be, insp- be that inspiring for that, but I guess they, they're looking for something with a little bit more. It of doesn't a- even have to be inspiring. So much nothing happens in the story that they can literally do fucking anything. Well, I mean, that's true, but that seems to be what they want. So, yeah, I guess I, it's a again, win-win. Again, Because they um, just do fucking whatever they want with uh, Candle Cove and especially No End House. Huge lump of flesh dragging on the floor, the sounds of that. That's never explained. Presumably that was the sound of the man getting out of there. I, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I cannot help, but like the story just made, just made me laugh because after we made the Gmod analogy, all I could just picture was like watching one of those like G, Gmod like videos where there's this backwards running yeah. man in a super weird stop motion thing. Or again, like I mentioned, the old classic like T-Pose Dr. Kleiner. Uh, and again, I'm just, just for the sake of people understanding the generic name for those characters is Minge Bag. Just a, they and released then, a minge bag. It came up the stairs at them with its gravity gun. And then the same thing with like the low hissing noise. Again, just generic for the sake of generic. Yellow faded wallpaper, generic for the sake of generic pulling from other things. It's not doing anything itself. And then the ending is we let the thing out. So the ending is the same scared. ending. Yeah, the ending is the same ending as Abandoned by Disney, only Abandoned by Disney was a journey that led up to that ending, it, it, and this is nothing. It earned uh, its ability to have the ending it had, you know? I accidentally let a thing out. This didn't. This is just you know like, what that, thi- that thing, by the way, is described in great detail. That's right. Yeah. It's there's nothing descriptive here. Again, it's just and there's a way you could describe something that's hard to describe in a story. Um, I just want to point this out. While be you can be cryptic and you can be mysterious about it, but you can do it in a way that's not like lacking in detail. If you know what I mean. Right. I mean, our old our old old buddy Howard Phillips. He, uh, he, he, he was, he was good at dealing with, th- you know, writing about stuff that was hard to describe because human minds could not perceive it super well. Look at the, uh, look at the Mountains of Madness. Scrolling down to, um, some comments here. All right. Uh, pornographic, uh, nihilism has a comment and I'm not going to read the comment. I'm just going to read a few things from it. Um, 200 year old oak frame. Um, desert climate, 
Bible pages, Bible pages, and old prayer cards. He's using like descriptive things, and he's just describing an old creepy cellar that he had discovered in his house or their house. Like this person in the comments is more descriptive with their writing than the author of the story was. You, and they're not trying to do this for like yeah. e-fame or anything, you know? Yeah, I'm reading this right now. It's pretty good. It got 72 points by itself for yeah. effectively a better story. <laughs> yeah. There you um, go. And, and then it's followed up by several other little anecdotal accounts about people's creepy sellers. They're yeah. infinitely all more believable. Yeah, it's frustrating. Even the one by yeah. that pornographic nihilism follows up with, where it ends with no dark watching, mad faces, and it creeped my uncle out so much that he installed the curtain. And then pornographic nihilism is like, people are saying I'm having trouble visualizing it. He actually goes into MS Paint and then posts an image of a diagram explaining what is happening in his story. Like, that's dedication. No kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, hey, 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 pornographic nihilism, you want to be on our show? <laughs> so on this episode of Short and Shivery, uh, we have to figure out which one do we like more. Do we like uh, the story by pornographic nihilism or I found a hidden door in my cellar and I think I've made a big mistake by voids? Uh, I'm going to give it to pornographic nihilism. I'm going to give it to pornographic nihilism. <laughs> pornographic nihilism always wins out for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the title of the story is at the top. Oh. My house is a cellar. Did we already do? Did we already oh. do? What I, did oh, we already I've... do what I used to play bass for. <laughs> for that. Oh, nothing means anything. Fap, 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 fap. Ah, well, um, that was uh, that was fun, I, I guess. Um. Just remember that whenever you picture a creepy cellar, whenever someone's like thought challenges you, it says creepy cellar. <laughs> someone in the comments, someone in the comments, described the monster as the rickety moonwalking boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think uh, I think Humphrey, the basement dwelling baby, is my new favorite uh, character. Though when he grows up, he just stands in cellars and faces backwards because his favorite, he was inspired by his favorite movie. The only movie he grew up watching in that isolated cellar, which was the Blair Witch Project. Right. So he'll stand in corners and then walk backwards at people do enacting how he always wanted the movie to end in his mind's eye. And then they let him out of the cellar and now he's just walking backwards everywhere. Yeah. So I'm the backwards man, the backwards man, <laughs> if there's backwards a backwards man, man, the backwards <laughs> <laughs> Um, plugs, 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 or do we want to, I think we've already basically given the story our freshness ratings. I rate it, well, maybe not. Let's do it. Let's give it the old college try. I give this a, a, uh, minge bag out of old Gmod. Um, I'll give this a... Seventh Doctor out of a possible fourth Doctor. <laughs> I'm gonna give so you this. Give it a Sylvester, Sylvester McCoy out of possibly Tom Baker. Yes. Okay. I'm going to give this a uh, stale tack biscuit out of tack biscuit. 
<laughs> all right, good. Uh, make sure you eat it in the dark and you hit it against the wood so you don't see all the weevils that are in there. Anyway, plugs. Who wants to share a thing they're doing? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> okay. And you already talked about the Fleming storage unit. Yep. Uh, so we're done. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, see you next time. Adios. Do you like wrestling? Well, I sure as hell do. I'm Brendan Creasy, and you can check out me and my friends talking about wrestling on Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show, found at mbwspod.com or at benviewnetwork.com. If you're into WWE, ECW, Ring of Honor, PWG, other indies, all that stuff, New Japan Pro Wrestling, or you don't even, if you don't even know what those are, I can, t- I can tell you about them. So go ahead and listen to Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.